0: Everyone, my name is John Russo, and this is the Here's My Thing podcast. One afternoon when I was nine, for some reason, my mom set a bowl of sliced strawberries in front of me at the kitchen table, which was a surprise, because at our house, strawberries never ended up on the grocery list. I never requested them, but even if I did, I don't think my parents would have followed through, not for any particular reason other than why. We have apples, they might say. I think in ways similar to how people feel about Six Flags, there was an unspoken belief between my parents and I that the idea of the strawberry is much better than the actual strawberry. Sure, the anticipation of going to Six Flags is great. Maybe you'd be skipping class to go. You'd seen the commercials and families that drive Chevy Tahoes, they rave about it. But then you'd get there and it's always hot for some reason and the lines are long. It's kind of like when an uncle who you see every five years shows up at your house in a fedora smelling of rich tobacco. It was unexpected to find strawberries in our fridge, and in some ways startling. If my parents ever came home with some, I'd guess they were either being given away for free, or they went to the store without their glasses and thought they were buying raspberries. But what my mom prepared that afternoon was a little different. They were cut up and looked glossy, as if coated in clear nail polish. As She rested a spoon on the edge of my bowl and kissed me on the head and probably went to go read The Da Vinci Code. I got to it, and scooped up a couple wedges. Where a strawberry that comes washed and placed on a paper towel still tastes good, they come with a little pucker at the end of it. These tasted like chilled versions of those candies that lay next to lint in the cardigans of senior citizens. The ones that come in plastic strawberry wrapping and can only be bought from ads in the AARP magazine. There's something to be said about the luxury of having something made for you, especially out of the blue, but I don't think that had anything to do with how good these strawberries tasted. Sweet, cold, and melting in my mouth like sorbet, I wondered if eating them like this was always an option. The few times they came in my lunch, I'd pull a brown paper bag from the bottom of my backpack, finding the whole strawberries looking more like stewed tomatoes underneath a tin foiled PB&J. What would you put in this? Maybe not the Da Vinci Code. She picked her head up from something probably written by Dan Brown. Sugar. That made sense. But knowing my parents, the same ones who put Trader Joe's fruit leather in the same category as fruit by the foot, this wasn't something to get used to. A couple weeks ago, I went to the grocery store with hand sanitizer the size of what is best compared to the many bottles of liquor you find on airplanes. The night before that, Rudy Gobert had just tested positive for the coronavirus, the NBA and all the other major professional sports leagues canceled or postponed their seasons, and then the internet, a place where I usually go to chuckle at lo-fi memes, it was now anything but that, and more of a massive panic room where everyone and anyone, credible or not, was sharing their opinions on the state of the world. I'd imagine just like a lot of other people, I went to bed that night tight in the chest with anxiety a mix of all this being unprecedented social media pandemonium and not really knowing what's next then all of a sudden videos go viral of people brought to fists over toilet paper usually videos like that are kind of funny because it's mostly scenes of men in middle america fighting over ps4s and black friday this on the other hand was more worrisome more desperate like life or death was dependent on whether or not these people could wipe their ass as concerning as that may be for someone What's even more concerning is that they all live in houses with showers and running water. I'll echo Trevor Noah's comments. What are you doing? From the research I did on Twitter, the grocery store it was going to be fairly similar to the one in World War Z. I could see my local Fred Meyer having electrical issues and leaving the fluorescent lights to flicker. And every once in a while, someone with purple hair and striped leggings will walk in and scream for no reason. I didn't expect anyone to pull out a gun, but figured wearing an extra jacket couldn't hurt. I got there around 9.30 at night. Even the week before, they were all out of hand sanitizer, so I didn't even bother. And While Brad Pitt beelined to the back of the store to get albuterol for his daughter, I took my shopping cart and went straight for the canned tuna. The timing of everything is remarkably inconvenient as we're heading into allergy season. Any symptom that comes out of the ordinary, I automatically question for the virus, and when chances are I'm just fogging up because of some of the pollen. I was mid-sinus infection during this trip to Fred Meyer, so after stocking up on tuna, I took my time to pick out what was left of the barren soup section. I scored a couple cans of Italian-style wedding soup, which is meatballs, carrots, and spinach, and chicken broth. Not my favorite, but in imagining that I'm a guest at Connie Corleone's wedding, it's made eating it that much better. I don't think Fred Meyer predicted March Madness getting canceled, so they weren't ready for this random surge. And a lot of the normal groceries were gone or stocked low. And I was able to end up getting plenty of what I needed, pasta, pasta sauce, nuts, and saving the frozen vegetables and fruits for last. And apparently in Portland, people don't like Brussels sprouts. They were virtually untouched. I'm assuming they're unaware that you don't only have to eat them plain and steamed. The frozen fruit ended up being just as torched as the hand sanitizer. It cleared out more than the vegetables and frozen meals. I figured the other shoppers knew something I didn't. There was one item left, fully stocked on the top shelf of one of the freezers. At first I thought it might be something as disgusting as frozen liver that got misplaced, but the employees didn't see the difference in it getting bought if they moved it or not. But in walking closer, I didn't see liver... Instead, one-pound bags of strawberries coated in sugar. The only thing left. Now prepared and in bulk, ready to last years, I'd bet. Surely they wouldn't be as good as the ones my mom prepared for me 15 years ago. Definitely not something to get used to. But for these times, maybe they were just right. Everyone... My name is John Roussos, and this has been another installment of the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.